Liesel. Today's episode of the Lease Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lease Summit. I love Budget Blinds. They are an incredible family-owned business, and they give back so much to our community. They really do. You know what else? You know what else? They are the home for Enlightened Style Shades. I've heard all about these Enlightened Style Shades. Look, it is uh, the place to go if you want to make your home pretty. Beautiful. You want to add some some cool window treatments, especially, as we've said many times in this show, especially if you want those robot shades. If you yes. want to be able to control it with your phone or your Alexa device. They're yeah. the place to go. I They're want my whole to house to be set up like that. I, I, I wish I, they could come and do that. I think they can. Okay. okay. I, think they, I think they can. I think they can. And too. then, as you mentioned, on top of that, it is a local family-owned business, and it's a family that just continually does good in the community. Yeah. And if you're ready to make the decision to go see them, to to update, to decorate your home, you can go see our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Hello and welcome back to the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Parker, and back with me, my co-host, Liesl Hayes. Hello, hello. It's good to see you all, hear you all. You See all, you yeah. all. It's yeah, okay. it's good. We get things wrong a lot. Here. We do. It's fine. Uh, I'm bringing back a guest, and I have a guest I've never had before. I'm excited about this. Uh, Dr. David Buck, from the superintendent from Lee Summit R7 School District, and Carl Chinnery. Carl, I don't even know what. Are you just like citizen emeritus now at this point? How do we? How do we? How do you? are the man in Lee Summit and have been for as long as I can remember. Whatever you want to call me. <laughs> I think Citizen Emeritus is, it's a, a good name. We should make that a thing. Make that a thing. Do you need that on a shirt? <laughs> a little jacket? Sure. <laughs> a letter jacket, maybe? Carl, an attorney, and you have been just an advocate and activist in our community for a long, long time. And so it's good to have you here. I, I, I invited you guys on because I I heard about a charity event that you're doing. It's one I have never heard of before, or a way of doing an event that I've not heard of. Dr. Buck, this was this was at the uh, community service luncheon that that Carl and the Rotary Club and Lisa put on each each year. You are doing a hundred people who care. Tell us a little bit about what this is. You bet. So we know that uh, before you get to the holiday season, there's a, a lot of donations and helping out because there's a lot of need. And usually there's a gap afterwards. And so this is an idea to, to try to simulate some uh, some philanthropy for some very great organizations. So as of now, I think I have 25 nonprofits signed up to come to our event. It's on February 8th at East Trails Middle School uh, from 7 to 8 p.m. And those 25 folks, they have a chance if 100 people come with checks – $100 each, have a chance to walk away with $10,000. So what we'll have is all 25 will, or more, if we have more, we'll put their names in a hat. We'll draw four randomly. Those four will give a 10-minute pitch. What do they do? How do they serve our, our community? And what would they use the money for? And then if we have exactly 100 people with the check there, we all vote. Whoever gets the most votes walks away up to $10,000. For the ones not drawn, we'll have tables in the back so they can have information out so we can uh, you know, learn more about them. And as well as if you didn't get drawn to give a pitch, you'll get entered twice the next year. Wow. Where did you come up with this idea? Well, if a former mayor and I worked on this uh, many moons ago in a previous community, and so we had 100 people care. We did it two times a year. No food, no drinks. It's just come together in a community space like we're going to do at East Trails Middle School uh, and network and then have the pitches and then vote and, and donate money. 
but simple and effective. Correct. And how often do you do it? Well, this is going to be the first time, and oh, we'll, we'll play it. We'll play it by ear. But this is the first time we're doing it here. And to throw in a little bonus, um, I know East Trails Middle School is a brand new building, and it's absolutely beautiful. And I'm sure some community members would love a tour, so I'll throw a tour in afterwards for anybody that wants to, and we'll go see the the new middle school. Well, and you brought in a good partner to help you with this. You brought in Carl Chennery because really. I'm not sure if everybody can say no to him if he's out telling people to go to this, right? That's that's 100%. Carl, is that your role? I I don't admit to anything. (laughs) Nobody says no to Carl. That's what we know. Well, I came to Carl, actually, with, do you think this would work here? This is something I was part of in my previous community. And Carl got very excited about it and has been a huge supporter and helping it uh, get to where we're at now. What did you think when you heard it? Because, look, you've been around a lot of different fundraisers and things to help local charities and stuff. What did you think when you heard this idea? Well, it fits Lee Summit. Lee Summit uh, really is a very caring, very charitable community. I don't know of any community that we've got around the metro area that is more charitable. And to show an example of that, we started the um, community service luncheon five years ago. And this year we had over 30 charities in attendance telling what they've done and what they plan to do. And it was a sold out 230 people in one room. Uh, and that's, that's pretty typical of Lee Summit. When it comes to charity, we just, we just do better than anybody else. I always, I always like to brag about, about our town for that. Because I think if, if, if a local nonprofit shows a need, people show up. But it just, it, every time. It's just amazing. It, it really it really is. And people like Carl have, have led the way and, and shown many generations this is important to us. It, you, you, Carl's benefited from doing that as well as, as giving. So, you know, I think it's wise for us to keep paying it forward because um, we have needs. So as a superintendent of school district, I know that 20 years ago we had 1,000 kids that qualified for free and reduced lunch. Now we have 3,500 kids that qualify for free or reduced lunch. That means we have over 3,500 kids whose families are underemployed and, and need some assistance. So the need has grown in our community, and, and I'm very grateful for how uh, charitable uh, our community is, and I want to keep that going and be part of it. That's got to be, and I know this is a little off topic, but I always think that that's one of those things that's got to be just hard when you're running a school district. Like, how do I just keep feeding everybody? We serve a few meals. <laughs> we might serve 330,000 meals a, in a month. So, Dr. Buck, you've talked about, you know, the need in the community growing. So as you think about this nonprofit and how you selected all these nonprofits, how did you go about doing that? Well, we put out a cast uh, to everyone, wide cast, and said any nonprofit, as long as you serve Lee Summit, you can be part of it. So as of the last count earlier this week, it was 25 nonprofits have, have dedicated they're going to come. That's that's just awesome. And I think... You know, when, when we when we first started this podcast, we we tried to just go find every nonprofit we could and just come on and tell us tell us what you're doing because what a great way for people to get involved and and know all of the things. But I, I still don't feel like I've hit all of them. There's a lot of things serving a lot of different needs in our community. And what's nice about this, so it, people are going to vote, right? So uh, it, it's going to be simple, but it's also easier for the nonprofit to come and join. They're just going to come and talk their passion. So I serve on the Greater Healthcare Foundation um, for Lee Summit, and I think we had, I don't know, 16, 17 applicants for that $75,000 grants approximately every year that we give out. So, um, you know, but there's they have to do a lot of things 
to apply for that grant? Well, this is a little bit simpler. Every person's going to give a hundred dollar check directly to that nonprofit. So you don't have the application process or any other, there's no bankers involved, which Carl's Baker's probably upset with. But, <laughs> uh, but, so, but Nick, you're invited. Well, thank Lisa, you. you're invited. Well, well, Perfect. We should be there. We should be there. Well, what's that been like? I guess the other side of it is now you're, you're inviting people to come and you're inviting people to say, look, we're not asking anything from you. Just show up, $100 check. That's all we ask. How's that Qu- response been? Quick and easy. It's been a great response so far. Um, we do have a way you can RSVP uh, because I have my uh, Katie Bergen, our PR director, would like to have RSVP. But a lot of people told us, hey, I'm going to come, but I don't know how to use the QR codes. I'm coming. <laughs> or I, or you know, I've had a couple people um, say, I'm out of town that night. Can I send somebody with my check? And that's totally fine as well. It's really easy because I can use it on my flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> It's I, flip phone compatible, huh? I, I'm, I'm just now picturing Carl sitting at his table with his flip phone. And my rotary dial. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we're going to do this a couple times, but let's do this the first time. Where can people go on, on the interwebs, on the social medias to find this? Yep, so the school districts, uh, all of our social media posts, um, we all of our vehicles, we use it. Uh, we've also put it out um, via Peach Jar, so every one of our sets of parents get it. We've, we keep bringing flyers to every organization we go talk to, Chamber, Rotary, uh, various groups across, you know, at least some of the Education Foundation received it the other day. Um, so we'll continue to do that, um, promote it, and we ask other people to promote it. I, I, I think I know somebody will send it out in a, in a newsletter on Monday. Perhaps. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how you do today. There you go. If you pass the test today, then I will help promote. And by the way, we're called 100 people care, but if we had 160 people... We'll have 160 people, and somebody walks away with sixteen thousand dollars. That you know, we're shooting for at least 100 people. I, I, it's kind of a fun idea too. That like, hey, look, this is easy. Everybody brings a check, and one lucky charity <laughs> is just taking it all. You don't have to split it up. You don't have to. Just we're going to make somebody's month, quarter, year. And we had some kids at uh, Summit Tech Academy who has uh, come forward and asked if they can do a three-minute pitch to the nonprofits that night, saying, "Hey, we're here to help you out." Um, help you serve our community, and we're offering our school services to you. So, um, you know, it's a nice connection piece you see as well. So, you know, it's not just a giving of a hundred dollars, but we're, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of learning and also services and networking can happen. Well, and what a great thing too. I mean, as a school district, connecting students with with the community, with businesses and nonprofits, and just get out there because they're that next generation. I know that's the easy thing to say, but right, I mean. You can do so much in a school, but to be able to create something like this that connects them, actually connects them into the community and get shows them what service does. Agreed. So speaking of community connections, and I think about this with Carl a lot. So if they if someone isn't able to attend this event, what are other ways that they can get involved in Lee Summit in some type of charitable way? If they want to know how to get involved in charitable way, have them contact me. All right. You heard it here. It's, Just contact Carl. It's an easy contact. <laughs> and I'll use my rotary phone anywhere. <laughs> I love it. We're, we're going we're gonna to put an email address or something for you in the, in the, in the show notes. Because IT is my thing. Because IT is your thing. At least some it's your thing. We'll just say that. Carl, just tell us about just a couple of your favorite organizations. And maybe they're going to also be present yeah. at pick, this event as well. She just asked you to pick favorites. 
highlight a couple of organizations. Oh, okay. They don't have to be your favorites, Carl. <laughs> With Carl, you could just ask him where is his name at because uh, his name's on several places of you know that that he's helped donate or organize folks helping out. With. Next, we'll ask Doctor Buck to pick his favorite teachers and his favorite students. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, obviously, um, Rotary is one of my favorites um, uh, because of my family situation. Rotary has become a big deal in my life with with the polio eradication worldwide. Um, five of my family members had polio, including myself. And uh, my oldest brother died within 72 hours. So it's become a big deal in our family. And so the Rotary is maybe at the top of my list, along with my church. And Rotary International, I mean, it's a worldwide focus of Rotary International to to eradicate um, so polio. So, and Carl's 100% right. They're, they're the leaders in the world on that. Rotary is a big club here in Lisa. Were you were you Rotary before you came here? I've been Rotary and Kiwanis. And, and so Carl, Carl likes to tease. He's here to talk about Kiwanis. Yeah, I'm teasing you. Uh, <laughs> Actually, we're, I was in Kiwanis at one time, oh, too. There you go. I've, I've been president of Kiwanis Club a couple different times. But uh, this the noon Rotary group that we're part of um, is, is probably the largest group. And then there's the Sunrise Sunset group that meets downtown on Friday mornings. And I know, you know, that depends kind of on the community usually, which which club is kind of the bigger, because you know, I spent some time in another community where Kiwanis was where everybody went. That was the bigger one. And, it depends and on the community. It just depends. They all have, they have their thing. That's why I wondered if, if, if you had experienced Rotary before you came to Lee Summit. Yes, or. Optimist, Rotary, Kiwanis. <laughs> As a superintendent, you probably tend to join a lot of them. Yes, yeah, so and I think it's a good connection because then you make connections for your kids. Uh I was just at the sunrise with with Carl actually last week and and watching kids present. They raised three thousand dollars for uh, feminine products for school children in Malawi last year, and their their goal now is to raise ten thousand um, dollars. It's a barrier to getting into school uh, over there. So, um, seeing that connection, not only serving your fellow man and woman, but also the connection of generations in doing so, it's very powerful. Well, that, that kind of leads me to the next next thing. So, whether you're talking about students or you're talking about just other residents no matter the age here in town what's kind of your pitch to you can get involved it's easy to get involved like how do you how do you as as an educator as a ambassador for the community kind of lead people into those connections lay summit is an extremely open community you know you can you can look at all kinds of different communities even in this um, metropolitan area and in my opinion if you want to get involved in, in anything in Lee Summit, there's not the old-time families that control everything. Uh, there's not an ingrid um, governmental. Uh, it's just wide open. The, commu- the chamber is open. Uh, the community service organizations are open. Uh, if you want to get involved, just open your mouth. And I will add to that, it's it's also very rewarding and fun. Whether you're talking about volunteering at Oktoberfest, uh, or you're talking about a group of 25 folks I was part of last summer. We went up to um, the Northland, and, and it was about a donation of medical supplies that get shipped over to third world countries. So hospitals who can no longer use X, uh, you know, syringes or whatever it might be, but they're still allowed to be used in third world countries where they can't afford it. We were packaging them up and sending them across. Um, we had a lot of fun doing that. So there's a lot of fellowship, and, and, and it's a lot. Of, it, it gives to you just as much as you you give of your time. How do you connect students to those things? How, how are the schools kind of playing in that to, 
to connect students to those things? There's so many ways, uh, and, it, and it organically happens because we're in a giving profession. We have 2,973 employees, at least in the school district, and the, the number of connections that those, in, those individuals have it's just, it's overwhelming and surprising and amazing. And then we have people come and give also to kids, and it's rewarding to them. So this year, we're the first uh, school district in Missouri to have this. We have Fathers Club at the high schools. So fathers are, are trying to figure out how they can connect. And we, the biggest group probably started at least some at North, but it's going at all three high schools now. And I can still remember in September, um, North had, I don't know, 100 dads come and give out 2,000 cinnamon buns and give a fist bump to every kid and say, just have a great day. It, it can be very giving just in small moments that actually have very big, powerful uh, impact. I think that's always important to tell people when you're talking about service is that that the the entry, the doorway there can be can be small. It doesn't. You don't always have to show up with a check for a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. You don't always have to say I'm going to go to the festival for four hours and volunteer. We we love all of those things and we want all those things, but it can be just sometimes. Hey, just show up and and, and give a fist bump. Exactly. Or, or go to Happy Bottoms and help package diapers for those in need or whatever it might be. In fact, most of the service projects that Carl and I have probably been a part of don't require a check. It requires our time and, and our willingness to, to help. Is it is it fair if I ask for a preview of some of the organizations that are going to present? I did not bring the list, so yes, it is unfair. <laughs> <laughs> well, darn it. I like sneak peeks and breaking news. 25 of them. If you if you think of one at Surf League Summit, it probably is on there. That, that is fantastic. Take a guess, Carl. How many service organizations do we have here? I have no idea. You know, when I got out of law school, I, I uh, wanted to give that back to the community some way. So I, I said, if any, if any service organization wants to have legal work done, I'll do it for free. Well... I've done work for legal work now for over 130 nonprofits. That's incredible. Wow. And Carl's created some of them. So, so connecting us here, Education Foundation, that, that really is Carl's the father of that. I mean, and, and that, that serves and helps out so many kids and so many staff members. So um, Carl's done an amazing job in so many different ways. And as somebody who just filled out the IRS paperwork for a new nonprofit, that ain't easy. And it's intimidating. Well, defer to Carl. I don't know how I, hard it is. I don't, they don't, I don't make it easy. Well, now I'm retired. I don't know, I, I don't know why. I, didn't, retired. I, don't, I don't know where you find somebody. Why did I not call Carl? <laughs> Maybe I forgot I forgot to use my flip phone. That's right. No, your rotary dial. <laughs> my, my rotary dial. dial. <laughs> my son is 15. I did try to show him a rotary dial phone recently. How did that go? He was a little enamored. I mean, he was like, he freaked out, but also like, wow, that's cool. People buy them for vintage now, yeah. <laughs> Well, what what are some? Uh, I'm I'm curious. What are some What are some of the service organizations you've mentioned? Rotary, but are there some that you've really kind of gotten to know? As uh, you came in in the pandemic, so I I know you've been here for a few years now, but it feels like you've been here five minutes to me because I only talked to you over a, a you know a video screen. Optimist is a is a, an active one, uh, and they they're really attuned to just children in schools, so really? it's a really good organization for that. And serving on, like I said, the Greater Healthcare Foundation board, um, we see a lot of food insecurity ones reach out to us. That's probably, if I was thinking of a type of group, there's there's maybe 10 to a dozen of them that, that request funds. And so that's actually a huge need in our community, um, you know, Meals on Wheels and such. There's so many of them uh, that are serving, serving our community. Is that, a, is that a hard message to get at? Is that one that a community like ours maybe doesn't know exists? 
maybe you, you might be right because I think uh, it, you know you you may not see the need of your fellow man if you're not bumping into it in a service. So that's why it's good to talk to somebody like Matt Sanick, who is going and helping out people with rent or helping people out with uh, food services or plumbing services. They bump into so many different needs in our community that if you're not talking to them, you you don't know it exists because you know what you and your neighbors are dealing with, not necessarily what somebody across the street, down the road, or other side of town is dealing with. And that's Matt Sanding with Lee Summit Social Services. We'll right. go ahead and throw out the the name of that that organization too. And I know there's a big event, uh, you know, Carl. And, well, both of you both involved. Well, there's a big rotary event they do every year, Feedly Summit, that that helps social services, meals on wheels, one good meal, cold water. That really just kind of highlights that particular community community need. Just food. Yeah. And that we, you know, that will bring in one hundred and forty to one hundred and sixty dollars, net sixty thousand dollars. And that thing has grown. I mean, that is yeah. really, especially the last what two or three years, I think. Last two years, yeah. Has really grown into a big, a big fundraiser for those groups. I agree. Susan Kaufman, I guess, was the main lead for that this last year and did a wonderful job. She is back in town. That's right. <laughs> well, guys, is there anything else uh, that you want to tell us about this? This this is a really cool event. I, it's unique. I think it's fun. I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this how this turns out. We just need people show up with your check for a hundred dollars. Okay, so one more time. It is February February eighth. It is at East Trails Middle School, and I'll leave this flyer for you. It is from 7 to 8 o'clock at East Trails Middle School. Uh, we'll Everybody's be, welcome. We'll be in the main cafeteria. And like I said, at the end of it, if you want a little tour, I'll give you a little tour of a, of a building made for 1,200 kids. And it's just an absolute beautiful building. And we'll have some information about it on LeakToLeakSummit.com on our Monday News Leak email, which you should sign up for and get everyone. Uh, and then, but if it, the other, they can go to the school district's website, which is correct. They can come to LSR7.org or go to our Facebook or Twitter page. It's out on all those pieces. And, and parents, if, if, in case you've ignored the peach jar emails, <laughs> it's on there. It is. On I have seen jar. it. We never ignore the peach jar emails ever. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to know your numbers on that one. I don't know if we get data back. I, here's what I can tell you on peach jar. I don't pivoting here. We've had, so for example, there was a, one of our coaches was hosting a, a summer camp. I think it was dance. And she had triple the number of kids that she had before because of peach jar. So it, it is reaching a wider net than what we were doing before, but you're probably right. Some people are choosing to pay attention to it or not, or opting in or opting out. But that's the beauty of it. But I think we're getting a wider range of folks involved in things. because I, of it. Look, and that's the key, whether, whether it's the clubs and organizations, whether it's, it's charitable work, just, just, Show how easy it is to get involved and, and help make the community better. Carl, Dr. Buck, thank you both very much. I appreciate you coming back on the show. Thank Great. you, and show up. Thank you. That's right. Decisions are made by those who show up. I love that. That's one of my favorite lines. That'll wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time. 